Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 164 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Miss Henny. Yeah. Okay, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Well, like you have a choice because, you know, <laughs> I, I have a bit of a captive audience right now. I almost said always. <laughs> You're like, can I tell you something? Always. But also, I don't, you don't really, yeah, need permission. Go ahead. Tell me. Okay. 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 Today is our anniversary, Phil and I, 24 yeah. years today. Ooh, and next year is a big year. It is a big year. We have big plans, big plans. I had bought like Father's Day cards and stuff when I was in Canada because cards are really tough to find here. Right. What I didn't share with you, this has just reminded me of something else, is that my birthday that just passed, Yeah. the, the card I got from Phil actually in it was like something about, oh, and then my hijo, e- e- my son. <laughs> but it was the best one he could find. <laughs> exactly. He said slim pickings in the card section. That's amazing. <laughs> so he crossed it out and put wife. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I find the perfect card, but then it just needs like a little something extra. And so I'll like add a little word or like fix it. That's okay. I, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. So, so who else? Oh, and. Emmeline too. So Emmeline, because grandpa has so much stuff in the attic that she often has like things of cards and she recycles everything. So she brought a card down that was being given to my mom for her birthday. And then she realized that in it, on it, it said like, um, it was, it was just a, like a generic happy birthday, but then it said from Frank edge on it. So grandpa must've had cards personally made. <laughs> so, that he bought it, so that he didn't even have to sign it <laughs> that's kind of the epitome of laziness no <laughs> and she's like oh shoot I guess I'm getting really low on my generic cards I just realized I said my mother will think that is hilarious yeah, so just leave is... it on there cross it off and just write your name on it that is oh so my God. funny one year oh. one year my sister gave my mom uh think it was a I think it was a birthday card it was either a birthday card or a mother's day card I can't remember and she so she put the card in the envelope but she didn't seal the envelope and she didn't bother writing anything on the yeah. envelope either like she just like brought the card and and so my mom like takes the card and it I mean obviously it's for her because it was her celebration but like it didn't say anything on the envelope she pulls the card out she opens the card <laughs> signed or anything <laughs> completely blank completely blank my sister completely forgot to write anything like <laughs> she must have gotten distracted and then like thought that she'd already signed it and stuffed the envelope anyway my my <laughs> that card sat on the window ledge in my parents kitchen for a very very long time and then eventually net took it back and then the following year. year, she gave it back. <laughs> but this, I love the it. second time it was signed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. We had um, uh, my dad's side of the family, like growing up and for the longest time, like you always crossed off the amount that you paid for the card on the back of it. Oh, interesting. Why? I actually don't know. Like I, that just came to my mind, but that always, the card always had... Like it was always penned out on the back. It kind of makes sense because if you're giving someone a gift, like you would take the price tag off the gift. I guess. 
I have to tell you, I now like buy most of my cards at the dollar store. I know you spend a lot of money on cards. I know. I just, I, when I look and they're like, they're like, they're ridiculously priced now. Sometimes, sometimes they're, they're like 10 or $11. I know. What in the name of heaven? It does. It does pain me a little bit. It's ridiculous. But what I do have is that I feel like, for example, like my nieces and nephews, yeah. like for their birthdays or for like, I'll, I will regularly send them cards in the mail. So like, I'll send them cards at Halloween or at Easter, like, and like yeah. cards that have games in them or like I'll yeah. put stickers in them or something like that. But then I won't give them a birthday gift. Right. You know, like, like I feel like I'm spending my money in a different way and and in a way that my siblings appreciate you know because because it's super fun for the kids to get mail and to have something to do like a few times through the year whereas like when it's their birthday they're gonna get a bunch of stuff that they don't need anyway you know so Mm -hmm. so I do try and like keep those things in mind because it because it does pain me a little bit when I see the price of the card no that's how you justify being okay yeah Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how I ju- whether or not that's accurate logic, if that is how I justify it. Exactly. All right. So all of this conversation just started is that today's our anniversary. Right. Phil Phil, we both the other day said, Oh shit, I don't think we bought cards when we were in Canada. And I, I said, I know I didn't. But he had bought like Father's Day cards to send to his dad. And, and I think it was mom's birthday card for September too. So, but I, but he'd shoved them in my suitcase. So when I was unpacking them, I went to put them in his office and then I looked and the first one I turned over said happy anniversary to my wife. And I was like, ah, oh, snap apple. He did buy one. He, he did. I was like, you know what? I am going to do something different. So I made him a video card. Oh, I was going to say, did you hand make a card? <laughs> well, I was going to do that, but then I yeah. just decided that I was going to 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 film myself and tell him that I've decided, you know, that one, out of necessity. Yeah. Two, because I did make a conscious decision to do it this way, but I did say, but I do have to tell you that I will send it to you at work now because I don't want to be there and listen to myself <laughs> telling you my card. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I sent it to him, and then he said, thank you for your video card. I really appreciate it, and I love you. It was very thoughtful. See you tonight. Oh, so nice. It was very nice. It was. I don't know. I know you probably haven't watched, but there's a – Ricky Gervais had a series called Afterlife. It's called Afterlife because it's all about him grieving that his wife died of cancer, and they were so in love. Okay. But she – after she's diagnosed, and even before, like, they videoed each – he was always videotaping her. Right. But – but then all he does now in his grief is every day he goes to work, he's a bit of an asshole, comes home, and then he watches these videos and sits and drinks wine. So then, of course, I have to send Phil. <laughs> if, I, if I die, you can be Ricky Gervais-like and watch it over and over while cuddling Ojito and drinking wine, Ovs. <laughs> because... Uh, this guy does have the he does the dog that was his wife's dog right and the dog is like very sad too and the dog just has his little head on his lap while this guy sits <laughs> and watches video with his dead wife so here's he, he, 
Here's, I, I was going to say, here's the fantasy. It's not really a fantasy, but here's the here's the dream for you when, when you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, I said, so I also is taping it and going like, we just want to like keep this because you never know, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, I hope that uh, that doesn't happen anytime soon and that he needs to be uh, using that, watching the video on repeat. The same one, the same one all the time, yeah. <laughs> But I, I mean, I was, I made sure that I had good light so that I looked good in it too, you know, in case it's going to, because it's there now forever. Yeah. Did you put makeup on? I have makeup on. Yeah. But thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> must, must be that where you are right now, the lighting's bad. I just. The lighting oh. is bad right here. See? I did try it right here and it did look really bad. I could see all my wrinkles. I was like, God, look at my neck and everything. It's terrible. <laughs> But I actually think that I might start doing that for my kids, too, and my granddaughters. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about, I, I need to hear, I need to hear, maybe you can explain to me people's thinking patterns. Uh-oh. Because I'm really, I'm really kind of kerfuffled about people who are okay to do mm. certain things in certain situations when it suits them, but mm -hmm. they're not when it doesn't suit them or they mm -hmm. want to use it as a way to, as an excuse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, can you explain, explain why people like, do people, do you think they realize they've doing it? I don't know. Like, so here's, here's one thing that I can think of. The pandemic gave us the opportunity to have an excuse to say no to things uh -huh. right and so it was like well no because of the pandemic no like i can't do this because of the pandemic so it was a really convenient reason for not doing things and and i'm not saying that it wasn't legitimate because i think certainly before the vaccine I think it was a fully legitimate thing to say, I'm not getting together with people. I'm not going indoors. I'm not taking a mask. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. But as the regulations lift, as more and more people are vaccinated, as we know more and more about COVID and things like that, it's not like it's not quite as simple to just say, oh, I'm not going to do this because of the pandemic. Like, and so, but I think now for myself, mm -hmm. like I've had to really consider, you know, okay, so I, I'm, I don't want to do this, but is it because I don't want to do it mm. <laughs> or is it because I don't feel comfortable doing it? You know, and mm. here's a great example. So one example of, of a thing like this is, my sister-in-law has a book club and when she started the, I think I think we've been doing the book club like almost 10 years wow and maybe not quite 10 but like pretty close if not quite if not 10 maybe eight like a like a long time one time a month on a Wednesday night I would drive all the way to Hamilton we would have book club for a couple of hours I would drive all the way back and then when <clears throat> COVID hit absolutely right away it was like immediately we're not meeting we're not getting together we're not having people from different homes all in one space like this is not okay and we transitioned to a virtual book club so we do it on uh on zoom once a month 
Well, now we're at a point where the people who are in the book club are all fully vaccinated. And so then the conversation was like, are we <clears> going to start going back in person? And, and my immediate thought was like, I don't want to go back in person. And so then I had to consider, but do I not want to <clears> go back in person because I still don't feel that it's safe? Or do I not want to go back in person because I don't want to go back in person? You know, and, and I, it's easier to say, mm, I'm not 100% sure it's safe yet. You know, like, like that's an easier thing to present as an excuse. But the truth of the matter is, it's too far and it's too long. It's too much of my time. It's too expensive yeah. with the price of gas. Like, like, I just don't want to make the trip once a month to do this. Yeah. On a school night, <clears throat> you know, like what? Like, I, I just don't want to. Anyway, with this particular example, I feel quite comfortable just saying, like, I, I'm not interested in coming over. Like, I'd rather just continue yeah. meeting on Zoom. But I could see how, depending on what the situation is, depending on who the people are, it would be easier to just say, oh, like, I don't know. Like, it's easier to... I guess what I'm saying is it's easier to pin the reason that you're not participating or the reason that you don't want to do something or the reason you don't want to pay for something or you don't, whatever. It's easier to pin that on an external thing than it is to say, I just don't want to. Yeah. However, Henny, it, like for you, I mean, you'd then say to your sister-in-law, well, I'm not really safe getting together with people, but we're going to the Jays game. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's absolutely. And this is why, like, I can't, I can't use can't, that excuse. Yeah. I can't yeah. say I don't can't lie with this. No. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> it is no. a lie. It's a lie. Absolutely. It's a lie. Now, there are some things that I'm like, okay, well, like, if I'm willing to do something, I'm going to keep my mask on. I'm going to stay outside. I'm going to, whatever. That's different from like, going to an indoor restaurant with a group of 10 people like like yeah. I think there yes. are still some yes. differences but but like you're what you're saying yes. absolutely like I'm willing to go to a Jays game where I have my mask on 95 percent yeah. of the time but not a hundred percent because yeah. like I need to you know have a sip of something or like eat, eat something delicious you know like <laughs> so so I mean so I'm willing to do that where I'm sitting in close proximity to total strangers, but I'm not willing to go to my sister-in-law's house. Like, like now yeah. I mean, I never use that as an excuse. With no, her I know either way, but, but I'm just thinking about examples of like when you might rely on an excuse that isn't an honest one, but like you're saying, absolutely. You can't say yes to one thing and no to another. Yeah. Especially to the same group of people when it's exactly the same thing. Yes. Yes. You're right. Not only, I find it annoying and frustrating, mm -hmm. but I also don't think that people realize that it actually says a lot about who they are as a person. Mm. I find it insulting because you think I don't really know the real reason. Right. You know, why don't you just be honest with me and tell me? Yeah. 
instead of this huge charade that's been put on in this big, you know, production. Yeah, I I feel like it's an issue of integrity, really. That's exactly. That's exactly. You know? I mean, I, I have to tell you, I was shocked when Phil, like, Phil was in the office in Toronto, and he's like, there's, like, no one there, Sandy. That kind of stuff, you're like, you know darn well. People are out living their life and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But they don't feel safe to come to work. Well, and so with don't something, get it, don't get it. Yeah, yeah, and so with something like that, I think what is what needs to happen is it just needs to be an honest thing. It needs yeah. to be. I'm not. I, I I would prefer to work from home, or I would prefer to work in the office, or whatever it is that you would prefer. Yeah. Because that's what you would prefer, because you're more productive, because you're not as distracted by your, your office mates, because you have better internet, because whatever, but you you can't say because I don't feel safe there if, like you said, you're out engaging in all these other things. Yeah. Yeah. If you're I, not like, and I think there are people who are still not yeah. feeling comfortable with any of that stuff. Like, I think that's a different story, but, but I think what we're seeing more and more is like what you're saying, Sandy, where, yeah, you know, you're comfortable doing this, but you're, you know, you're using the guise of discomfort with something else simply because you don't <laughs> want to. It's just interesting. I just yeah. find, I find people interesting and I find it especially when you're just like do you not hear yourself like do you not see that you just told us one thing on this hand and the other hand you just told us something else yeah that doesn't it's not doesn't yeah does not Not, jive not kosher no (laughs) no not at all good good uh good choice of words there (laughs) all right Anywho, that's me. Now I've got that all off my chest. Do I look lighter? You do. You do. All those neck wrinkles gone. Smoothed right out. (laughs) Oh, my gravy. Oh, dear. Well, I thought that we might chat a little bit about the WW topic for the week. So when this podcast comes out, it will be last week's topic. And so it's all about portion sizes and portions. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky thing because portions are one of those things. Like even I remember as a kid, you know, my my parents saying, you know, like you, you know, you can overeat anything. Like, and I remember thinking like, you know, like how can you overeat salad or like, how can you overeat carrots? You know, like I, I think as a, as a young kid, I, I equated overeating with junk food, Yeah. you know? Um, but I remember my parents saying like, you can overeat anything, like anything that you eat too much of, you're eating too much of it, you know? And yeah. certainly in my life, I've seen that in my own eating habits for sure um and so but then the question is like so then what is the right portion and for years and years and years and years and years the Canada Food Guide was divvied up into these strange arbitrary nothing to do with nutrient nutrient value you know yeah 
group food groups and depending on your age and your gender you were meant to have a certain number of each like a certain number of servings in each food group and like those were the portions that you were supposed to be having you know and and in the the update the long overdue update of the food guide that that finally came out in 2018 2019 somewhere in there um you know it the the presentation of the food guide is very different. And so now it's not about servings. It's not about you having this much of each sort of thing. It's about looking at your plate and considering half your plate should be vegetables, a quarter of your plate should be protein, and a quarter of your plate should be uh, whole grains. And the drink of choice is water. Like that's sort yeah. of how Canada Food Guide, you know, plays things out. So I wonder, like, I don't know, like, I wonder about that, too. Like, you know, is that going to, is that the right portion? Like, as long as I have half my plate of vegetables, I'm getting the right portions? Or, like, is there more to it mm. than that? Is it good enough to simplify it? Like, is is simplifying it that much helpful? I, so, I, I do think, because... It, it always surprises me the number of people that I can come across that really know very little about what they should be eating, the quantities of stuff, and the misinformation that, um, that, that, that they still carry with them. Mm, you yeah. know, it's like yeah. they've learned at some point, either they've learned at some point and then have just never been exposed or interested in looking to see if there's something different that's going on right now, um, getting caught up with marketing you know, or depending on marketing to inform them of things. And so I think that the, because I mean, for me, I think that the food guide is really created so that it's a tool like for, as yet for young people to mm. learn as they grow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so at that point, like, because there are so few people who know that and the busy lifestyles, I mean, how do you know, like as a kid, you, you only know what, what happens in your house and you think that that is the right way. You think that everybody eats that way because that's all, you know, and you've been exposed to until you go somewhere else and you're just like, that's weird. And that weird to you could be, they're eating much better than you're eating in your family. For sure. Right. And sure. so I do, I think it's a good starting point. I guess that's what I wanted to say is yeah. that it gives you something. I know, you know, for myself and I know for you too, that definitely over time you get to a certain level where you've been doing things because that, you know, that was what has been presented or the information that you've had. And then at, and then at some point you're like, Hmm, maybe there's some, something different. And so then you start to research more you start to be open to different things I guess not hanging on to certain beliefs because those are the beliefs that we've had Uh, yeah so when that happens I think that's when the fine-tuning at that as along the way that's where that fine-tuning comes in is Mm -hmm. not eliminating a bunch of stuff it's making small adjustments and I think portion sizes is one of those things. I know, I know 
probably most people who've had a you know a weight uh, weight's been a, a concern for them have worried about being hungry mm -hmm. and so always wanting to make sure that at every single meal they've eaten as much as they can mm. for some weird reason I mean I never had food insecurity so it wasn't worrying mm. that I was going to not have another meal but it was either that the food was so good that I really wanted to have more of the same, like one portion of it. Yeah. You know, some of it is that it was, it was served to you. And so that's what you ate. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's probably an age where my mom would make, you know, something for four and my dad would get a little bit more and then the, the rest of it would be served to the three of us. Right. But that doesn't make any sense when, you know, she's an adult. We're not. Yeah. We probably didn't need the same amount of food. Yeah, 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 of course. I think that is maybe the biggest, like, I was going to say, like, teaching tool, but, like, the biggest thing that, that instructs our understanding of what an like what a reasonable or an adequate portion is, is simply what is served to you, you know, yeah. like, like it, it would feel, I don't know, like it, it just feels like from a, from a very young age, the food that is on your plate is the food that you're supposed to be eating, mm -hmm. you know? And so then you learn that that's the amount of food that you take, you know, like, yes. Um, I, I think that, ha I think that has to be a mate, like a defining piece of how we learn what, like what a portion would be. And like, certainly, you know, yeah, like, like, cause where else do you get the idea that to have one sandwich is reasonable, but to have two sandwiches is too much, Yeah, you know? like like you learn that from somewhere right like you like you learn that to have two eggs is appropriate but to have four eggs is like is not you know like like you you learn these kinds of things simply because that's always what's done yeah right and there is an element of mm -hmm. habit to it as well you know that you you know, well, every time I cook eggs, I cook two eggs. So like, yes. why would I cook one now? Yes. Or why would I cook three now? Like I always cook two, you know, like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that has to be a big, and so then when you put, you know, you mentioned marketing, like when you put that piece into the equation and as time has gone by and portions grow, yeah. whether you're talking about packages in the grocery store or uh, restaurant servings or whatever, you know, as you know, as portions grow, you get more and more used to the idea that the portion is growing. Yes. Yeah. Rather than paying attention to this is how much I ate and I feel full or this is how much I eat, I ate and I'm still hungry. Or this is how much I ate and I'm so stuffed that I feel uncomfortable and I feel ill and yeah. sleepy. So, yeah, it's, I, I mean, and this is, that's one thing that you know, we know that 
and myself included, you people struggle with with zero point foods, mm -hmm. but also can fall into a routine of eating more of those types of foods than they actually need. Yeah. And so initially it's a it's a good tool to because when it's a zero point food you eat more of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is which is why fruits and vegetables were the first ones that they they the plan made zero point foods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you can fall into this belief that well, but it's zero point. I'm having four eggs a day and there's yeah. like, there's zero points. But in the app, they actually show you what a portion is on foods mm -hmm. to give you an idea. But we never look at it because that that makes it complicated and it's not supposed to be complicated. It's supposed to be something that's simple. Yeah. But I think that the expectation is, is that we all know what a proper serving size is. Yeah. And hence, if we knew that, we wouldn't be on the plan at all. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's yeah, yeah. Step back a, let's go back a pace and just think about that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, I know for myself, and that's that's why I, you know, had switched to I had the least amount of zero point foods and most points because I knew that I was like. Am I even hungry or is it just a habit that I'm having this? No, because I'm looking at the clock and now the clock is saying, oh, okay, well, it's this time. Well, I, I usually have this at this time. Then I have this. Then I right. have this, you know, right. and I still struggle. For me, it's the breakfast, like the time between breakfast and lunch is a long period of time for me. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have the same problem when it's lunch, lunch to dinner, which is also a long time yeah. because I guess I'm up. I mean, between those, by like when I first get up, I always, well, I don't really, I have, so I guess my first bit of eating is usually like at seven okay. and then my last one is after seven. So it could be seven 30. So it's within 12 hours. Okay. But like, let's do this. Let's do, let's, let's, let's do the math. So okay. the first bit of eating is seven. And yeah. so then when would you have lunch? Because you said breakfast to lunch is the time when it feels like a really long time. Yeah. Well, I try not to just have it at 12 o'clock because, you know, 12 o'clock, I, I often try and st stretch it to like around 1, one Okay. So you've got, I mean, that is a long time, like, like yeah. from 7 until 1, one thirty, you've got like a good six hour yeah. Block. And then one thirty is lunch, one one thirty is lunch, and yeah. then dinner is seven, seven thirty again. So I mean yeah. it's the same on either side. Yeah. So what else gets eaten then? Like, do you eat like you tr you have you feel hungry in the morning, but you like do you do you feel hungry in the afternoon too? Or do you not no. feel hungry in the afternoon because you snack in the afternoon? Like what's no, happening? No, but it, no, I think it, it's, there's probably a few things. It's probably that I, I eat a bigger lunch than I do breakfast. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Right. And, and by bigger, I mean, it's gen 95% of the time it's a salad mm -hmm. that has a bunch of stuff in it. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, and then, I mean, now I'm having two snacks in the afternoon, but I'm only having one snack in the morning, which is usually, a, it's a piece of fruit. Mm -hmm. I try, I, 
but I've gone off bananas for some reason. I don't know. I've got this thing about bananas right now. Um, and I'm really into navel oranges. Oh, I'm really digging them. I cut I, it into eight slices and put it in my mouth. I've got the whole orange smile and everything. <laughs> I need a picture of the orange smile. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good orange. They've been really good. I mean, they're they're imported. An orange um, is an underrated fruit. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just so juicy and so, so they've been really really good well, it all it'll take is for me to get a bad one and then I'm gonna move yeah, on and then you'll be off again yeah then yeah. you'll be on to something else I'll move on but um yeah I've just got I did have a banana today because it's, it's always super convenient an orange right. isn't yeah super convenient um it's messy yeah definitely not convenient yeah. I texted you the other day because I had some cantaloupe for the first time yeah. in like ages Oh my goodness, it was so good. I I love melon. Like watermelon is my favorite food, period. Let alone my favorite fruit. You know, like like it re and and always has been like my whole life. Like I just love watermelon. But uh but I had some cantaloupe and that was also Yeah. I, for. I Oh, I was at I was at my brother-in-law's. That's right. Um and they had a, a tray, a fruit tray, oh. and it had cantaloupe on it. And so when I went to get it, I, they hadn't cut it all the way through. So I ended up with like three slices that were all together, but it was already on my fork. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Guess, um, guess I'll just take it. <laughs> it was so sweet. It was very, very good. But um, I had the other, the, the other lemon, the other lemon, the other melon. <laughs> Honeydew? Yeah, it was no honey in it. It was just a dew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is the case. It was when dew. It was when, dew. <laughs> when honeydew melon is sweet, it is also yeah. delicious. But you're right that it's not always. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, it sounds like like that all of that kind of tracks. All of that makes sense that you would feel hungrier in the time between breakfast and lunch simply because you're not eating as much then. But yeah. so then, so, okay, so then let's talk about portions. So mm -hmm. do you think that the portion of what you're having for breakfast is enough? Well, I mean, obviously you and I had this discussion this morning about me making overnight notes, which I have never make. And then okay. you were like, we have, what? We, have to, we have to talk about this because, <laughs> because Sandy texts me this morning to say that she's having her overnight oats for breakfast. And I love cold oats. Like I, I, I'm really not a hot oatmeal person, but I love me some cold oats. And so the idea of overnight oats is super appealing to me. And so the last few weeks I've been making it for myself to have in the morning and it's so delicious and so satisfying. And so like, <laughs> I just love it. It's like, I just mm, mm, so good. And so Sandy was like, okay, changing things up I'm you know I'm gonna instead of having my yogurt I'm gonna have some uh I'm gonna have some overnight oats and so I mean this is great and so she says so here's what I did and she tells me how she made her oats so she starts by saying I used a cup of oats and then like a bunch of other things and I split it into six portions and yeah this is me like mouth agape eyes you know darting back and forth like eyebrows furrowed I'm like what because 
I also made overnight oats. I used two <laughs> cups of oats and split it into four portions. <laughs> and so <laughs> the question is, who has portioned these overnight oats out correctly? <laughs> because if I portioned mine the same way that you portioned yours, I would have split mine into 12 portions. Yes, you would have. You would have. I Honestly, Henny, I did one cup of oats. But some chia. Oh, I also put a little bit of peanut butter in it too. I forgot to tell you that. Okay, mm -hmm. so you did have some more stuff in it than I did, but yeah. But I made it like. Um, I mean, when you're talking about a tablespoon of chia in in a big thing of of oats, and then, I mean, I have to have little bits and bites in it. I can't just have like, you know. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't. I just thought that was a little. <laughs> it was a little extreme. Could be why I was hungry today. And, and I'm willing to accept the fact that you might have something on the portion scale that is better and more accurate than what I've got going on. But I don't know. Yeah, no wonder, no wonder you're hungry today. Yeah. I'm Truly, gonna have to I was like, did you have like two bites of oatmeal? Like, is that all you had? Well, no, I was actually thinking because you told me you put it into five this week. And I so did. I was like, oh, well, I get a little bit more. So I'll just put it into six. But I didn't know you used double the amount of oats. I So I, I put it into five. I put it into five this week because yeah. we have been talking about portions and trying mm -hmm. to like, because there's one thing to say. We learn our portion, or we learn portions by what's served to us, right? There's another, there's the other, so that's one thing that I think is 100% true, and I don't have scientific knowledge to back that up, but anecdotally, I'm going to say that's true. Then we've also got, you know, where, where you said, Sandy, you know, like, there are sort of standard ideas of what a portion is. So like if you go into the WW app and you track mm. something, like a standard portion for something is going to come up. So, you know, if it's yogurt, it probably is going to come up as a half cup or three quarters of a cup. If it's an egg, it's going to come up as one egg. If it, you know, if it's bread, it might come up as two slices. It might come up as one slice. Like, like things that you track are going to come up in a, with a serving size that is typical, let's say. Certainly, you know, so, so certainly we understand that there are typical serving sizes or portion sizes for different foods. Yeah. And I'm just looking here and it's saying basically it's a portion of dried rolled oats is a half a cup per serving. But that's so dried. Yes, and so you, what you did was correct. Mine is not. Yes. Uh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew what you did didn't wasn't enough food. I knew it. So, but here's here's the added piece that we haven't gotten to that is uh -huh. also important is that just just because something fits on a plate doesn't mean that's the right portion. Yes. Just because uh, whatever the internet tells you that uh, an 
a re or a typical portion of oats is half a cup doesn't necessarily mean that's the right portion either because every single person is going to have a portion that's right for them on any particular day right and so the question is how do you know that portion because it is quite possible that a reasonable portion of overnight oats for me is not exactly the same as what's reasonable for you true I mean, I think we're close enough in, you know, in, in our height no. and stature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be pretty similar. But yeah. it's possible, you know. Mm. Um, and so that's why, because we've been talking, because you and I have been talking about portions, that it was like, okay, well, I I know I've been making this big tub of overnight oats and splitting it into four. And so yeah. I thought, like, maybe I'm having too much. Yeah. You're like, maybe I don't need, maybe I could split it into five. And so that's what I did this week, split it into five. Yeah. Partly because like the little containers that I like put it into are like busting at the seam. (laughs) Say that it's not a seam, but like the the lid is like barely hanging on when I split it into four. So that could be messy. So splitting it into five seems a little safer. Also, I have five days at work this week. So I thought splitting it was convenient. Whereas last week I took a day off. So you know I only needed four. Um but yeah, but but also I I will say like I had the slightly smaller portion today because I split it into five, and I was fine. Yeah, because that's the thing is that it takes a while to determine, and when you when you adjust it, am I hungry or do I just think I'm hungry? Hmm. I always think I'm hungry. Well, so do I. But and but then but I don't like that. No, I don't think I like thinking that, but I do like someone's like, am I, or is it in my head? I could just send you a note next time. Henny, am I hungry? Or do I just <laughs> think I'm hungry? <laughs> and I'm going to, and I'm going to look at the clock and depending on what time yes. it is. <laughs> I'm going to be like, no, Sandy, you're not hungry. You're not hungry. It's 830 in the morning. You're not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you just ate dinner or not dinner. Uh, right. yeah so I was looking at the uh the the weekly technique that's in the WW app and it has like a series of steps and so it says how to find portions that work for you step one serve yourself and so the example that it's used is ice cream so it says scoop your usual amount of ice cream or other go-to food into a bowl Number two, size it up. So measure what it is that you've scooped. So if this is the typical amount that you take after you've taken it, measure it so that you know, okay, so the typical amount that I take is a cup and a half or is, you know, two two Baskin-Robbins scoops in a waffle cone. In a waffle cone, right. (laughs) You know, whatever. (laughs) Then step three, check the personal points value. And then step four, it says reflect and revise. So it says, does that amount work with your budget? Cool. Keep it as is. If not, adjust until you find your sweet spot. So 
with this, like what WW is saying is adjust your portion according to your personal points. Yeah. I, hmm. Yeah. How does that sit with you? Not well. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Because there are there are a bunch of potentially problematic issues with this with this strategy. One, if my typical portion of ice cream is a double scoop ice cream and a waffle cone from Baskin Robbins, and I point it out and it's forty seven points, whatever, okay. like I don't know what it is, whatever it is, like let's. Let's let's call it 40 points. Okay. Right? So it's 40 points. Then I say to myself, does this fit within my personal points budget? Well, I can say, sure, it does, because I've got some weeklies that I'm going to use and I'll eat zero points. I'll eat zero point foods for the whole day other than this ice cream cone. Yep, fits. Beautiful. Perfect portion for me. But like if I if I also in that day ate a breakfast of two eggs with some Greek yogurt and some salad, and then I had a snack of fruit, and then I had a lunch of, a, of corn on the cob and a chicken breast, and, th and then mm -hmm. I had the ice cream cone, and then I had dinner of, you know, some fish with like some quinoa on the side. Like, like I could eat an entire day's worth of zero point foods yes. that are great options excellent choices good food delicious mm -hmm. nutritious all of that stuff but enough on its own yes and then ate the ice cream cone on top of it yeah that portion is no longer right for me yeah so there is that <laughs> but then mm -hmm. there's also the sort of the opposite that could happen where like y where you are genuinely hungry but you feel like okay well i'm gonna have well let's let's go with the oats like i i know that the eighth of a cup of oats <laughs> no six <laughs> the sixth of a cup of oats that i'm eating this morning is not going to hold me until lunchtime but the six cup of point of oats is one po personal point and i really can't afford to use any more so yeah. i guess that's the i guess that's the portion that's right for me but it's not yeah so i think yeah i don't know yeah it's sticky it's very sticky the other thing with that example you're using is that it's not an everyday thing that you're having is that ice cream cone. Or no, you would yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in the big scheme of things, it wouldn't really. No. But if you were to do that with all types of different foods, hmm. pancakes, waffles, chips, I mean, lots I mean, of different chicken things. Chicken so, like... so Yeah, today's, today's ice cream, tomorrow's chips, the next day's a piece of chocolate. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean... That's, I think that's when it gets sticky. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think, I think the um, using the personal points value of a food is helpful to give you a sense of 
this is something that is going to cost me a lot of points. Therefore, I might consider using a smaller portion or having yeah. a smaller portion. Like, I think if you're using the points as a tool that way, I think that's really valuable. Like, I think that's helpful. But I think there's more to decide, like when the title of the technique is how to find a portion that's right for you. Yeah. There's more to it than how many points it is. Mm. Yes. You know, but I mean, it's not easy. No. <laughs> and it's not like there isn't a hard and fast rule. It is, it's not like, um, you know, this, this is the standard. This is what it is. This is, you know, perfect for everyone, you know, it's, mm -hmm. and even from day to day, it changes, right? Like some days you need a little more and some days you need a little less. Yeah. Are there certain things that you're like, I, my portion is always the same of this thing because it's just what I do. Mm, I'm not, not necessarily. Let me think. Uh, I don't weigh it if that's what you're asking me, but I use no, the same bowl. So, so I mean, yeah. This week is the exception because I'm, I'm having the paltry little serving of overnight O's. <laughs> yeah. But tomorrow I will be adjusting that portion size because you know what that is? That is not the right portion that size for me. It's not the right portion. Yeah. <laughs> but but generally like yogurt. Yeah. So my they like the amount of yogurt that goes into the bowl, I eyeball it, but it's about hmm. the same because I'd still need to have the same amount of room to put the fruit in and, yeah. and you know whatever else on it. Um so that stays the same and and sometimes what I think, oh, you know, maybe I could do a little bit less. And then I still go back in with my spoon and put a little bit more. Mm. Because then I think oh, it doesn't look like enough. Doesn't yeah. look enough. Yeah. Um, avocado. I would never eat more than one avocado at a sitting. Mm -hmm. ha a half an avocado. Sorry, not one a whole one. A half of one. And I'm saying that because the avocados here are much are large, yeah. much bigger than the ones that you're getting. Yeah. Um, which are disgusting. I will. I don't know what I'll do when I move back because <laughs> the last bag I bought never ever ripened. I threw it in the garbage. What a waste, eh? Total waste. It's, they're not cheap either. No, oh, I was, know. That's just annoying. Anyway, it's another story. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so like, let's think about, like, your yogurt. So at what point do you think to yourself, like, yeah, this is the right amount of yogurt, or maybe I should have a little bit less, or no, I need a little bit more. Like, like for me, I just don't even have that conversation with myself. Like, this is the bowl that I use, and this is how much yogurt I put in it, and that's what I have. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Yeah, sometimes I do. I, I mean, it depends on how I'm feeling. If I'm thinking, mm, maybe, you know, making adjustments everywhere would be a good thing to see. Am I... Uh, you know, overeating, is my weight not moving, is shifting? Because even though I'm eating well, I'm eating like, as you said in the very beginning, it's like too much of a good thing is still too much. Yeah. Right? And so we can get caught up in that. Like, mm -hmm. well, I could have been having a blah, 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 you know, which we use often then to justify why we're having what we're having. Correct. Yeah. Right? And so I, I am 
I, I, I do think about it. I don't think about it every single day. Like, I mean, yeah. generally I get my bowls and then I have like one, two, three spoons and it skewers. So it's, it like, it sticks to it. You know, yeah. it's not like liquidy or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like what else would I, uh, eggs, but those are easy to, to manage eggs. Avocado for sure. Avocado is probably the one because for so long I was so caught up in how many points it was. Okay. But I truly know for me, I feel much more satisfied having eaten like half of an avocado. I find that I use less dressing because okay. of it, because it, it makes like it's once it's like mixed all in together. Yeah. I don't need as much dressing. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But other than that, I, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Because I've, I've cut out like the baked stuff and that. So I don't have that. Um, yeah. And you never think about it with anything? I mean, so I'm making a concerted effort to do so, <laughs> you know, now, now yeah. um, but in the past, no, like in the past, I would have taken the portion that I thought was appropriate, you know, right. like I would have had one of something or I would have had like uh, a, a half of something or I would have had two of something like, because that's what I thought was like the reasonable amount, but like, you know, would, would I have ha like portioned something out from, or like, you know, portioned something out for myself, eaten it and then decided like, okay, that was enough or that wasn't enough. No, like it's, I, I think right. because I think I, I just, I never really moved past, you know, what's on my plate is what I eat. And that's yeah. that, you know, like, like yeah. it's, yeah, no, I, yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think you just, yeah, it's really habitual. You just get used to eating the way that you do, or you get used to, I mean, in the same way that you get used to eating the same foods that you regularly eat, you get yeah. used to eating the same amounts that you regularly eat. Yeah, that's true. But Very it doesn't true. necessarily mean that the types of foods nor the amounts of those foods that you're eating mm. are necessary for you you know no yeah so it's yeah it's something it's certainly something to to think about you know but not stress about you know yeah and that's yeah. and that's the difficulty right because i think think I think going back to something that I said right at the very beginning of this conversation I think that's some of what I really love about what Canada Food Guide has done with this really simplified version of you know half your plate is veggies a quarter of your plate is whole grains a quarter of your plate is proteins and if that's what you're eating you're probably doing a pretty good job for your health you know yeah. and, and I think you know, could you still be eating too much of something or too little of something? For sure. But I think th that is the simplest, most well-rounded and balanced way to say, like, yeah. this is probably going to 
be okay. Yes. Yeah. But and there's that th you said something too, Henny was about this is probably the best um, portions, like the best uh, distribution of yeah. food for your health. But health being more than just your weight. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Getting all the nutrients that you that are necessary that come from all of the food groups. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Did we just figure something out today, or no? We just. Well, we figured that my oats are right. <laughs> <laughs> that we did, and I will be making an adjustment. I will. I will. I'm really glad because I was really anxious for you this morning. <laughs> well, I was looking. Although, like, can I, I tell you, you know how much it would have been, Henny? It w I think that the amount of my oats would probably have fit in a baby food jar. Like, well, no, Sandy, no. No, I I actually wonder if I have a jar that's about the same. I, I'm because the jars they look really. It's like I'm it. lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I did make me feel a little bit better when you said, "Well, I threw a big dollop of yogurt on top," and I was like, "Okay, good," because otherwise, that is not enough food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't actually. I'll be honest; it didn't really look like enough. But I was like, okay, I should have known that. Wait. Henny's not just eating this. This is ridiculous. It's like one. She uses a big spoon. It's like one spoonful. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, I will make an adjustment. Yeah. And I will continue to pay more attention. Yeah. <laughs> but, see how it goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, good to have that chat with you, Sandy. Thank you for that. <laughs> Yes, no, you too. Um, I think that everyone should, you know, think about it. But I guess this will be the discussion. Will you, by the time this comes out, you will have already spoke about yes. it. Yeah, we'll just have chatted yeah. about it at the at the workshop. So, yeah. But I, but yeah, but I'm. I'd love for people to weigh in and say, you know, like, oh, you know, like, how do you pay attention to your portions? And like, if you do, what does that look like? Like, do you? Yeah. Do you measure things out according to what the package says? Do you eyeball things? Do you just, do you use a particular bowl and that's the amount you have? Like, I'm, I am interested to know what people do as far as portions go. Yeah. And, and, and where did that come from? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like right? who, who taught you to do that? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. Food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right miss well thank you so much it's always um great to speak with you to see you have a good chuckle um and learn a few things so yeah. absolutely and we're <laughs> back at it next week we're back at it next week all right well have a good evening and everyone else have a great week and thanks for listening all right bye all right ciao